governing laws. The grant and enforcement of patents are governed by national laws, and also by international treaties, where those treaties have been given effect in national laws. Patents are granted by national or regional patent offices, for example national or regional administrative authorities. A given patent is therefore only useful for protecting an invention in the country in which that patent is granted. In other words, patent law is territorial in nature. When a patent application is published, the invention disclosed in the application becomes prior art and enters the public domain, if not protected by other patents, in countries where a patent applicant does not seek protection, the application thus generally becoming prior art against anyone, including the applicant, who might seek patent protection for the invention in those countries. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Commonly, a nation or a group of nations forms a patent office with responsibility for operating that nation's patent system, within the relevant patent laws. The patent office generally has responsibility for the grant of patents, with infringement being the remit of national courts. The authority for patent statutes in different countries varies. In the UK, substantive patent law is contained in the Patents Act 1977 as amended. In the United States, The Constitution empowers Congress to make laws to promote the progress of science and useful arts. The laws Congress passed are codified in Title 35 of the United States Code and created the United States Patent and Trademark Office. There is a trend towards global harmonization of patent laws, with the World Trade Organization, WTO, being particularly active in this area. The TRIPS agreement has been largely successful in providing a forum for nations to agree on an aligned set of patent laws. Conformity with the TRIPS agreement is a requirement of admission to the WTO and so compliance is seen by many nations as important. This has also led to many developing nations, which may historically have developed different laws to aid their development, enforcing patents laws in line with global practice. Internationally, there are international treaty procedures, such as the procedures under the European Patent Convention, EPC, that centralize some portion of the filing and examination procedure. Similar arrangements exist among the member states of ARIPO and OPI, the analogous treaties among African countries, and the nine CIS member states that have formed the Eurasian Patent Organization. A key international convention relating to patents is the Paris Convention for the Protection of Industrial Property, initially signed in 1883. The Paris Convention sets out a range of basic rules relating to patents, and although the convention does not have direct legal effect in all national jurisdictions, the principles of the convention are incorporated into all notable current patent systems. The Paris Convention set a minimum patent protection of 20 years, but the most significant aspect of the convention is the provision of the right to claim priority. Filing an application in any one member state of the Paris Convention preserves the right for one year to file in any other member state, and receive the benefit of the original filing date. Another key treaty is the Patent Cooperation Treaty, PCT, administered by the World Intellectual Property Organization, WIPO, and covering more than 150 countries. 
The Patent Cooperation Treaty provides a unified procedure for filing patent applications to protect inventions in each of its contracting states along with giving owners a 30-month priority for applications as opposed to the standard 12 the Paris Convention granted. A patent application filed under the PCT is called an International Application, or PCT Application. The steps for PCT applications are as follows. 1. Filing the PCT Patent Application. 2. Examination during the international phase, and 3. Examination during the national phase. Alongside these international agreements for patents there was the Patent Law Treaty, PLT. This treaty standardized the filing date requirements, standardized the application and forms, allows for electronic communication and filing, and avoids unintentional loss of rights, and simplifies patent office procedures. Sometimes, nations grant others, other than the patent owner, permissions to create a patented product based on different situations that align with public policy or public interest. These may include compulsory licenses, scientific research, and in transit in the country. Application and Prosecution Before filing for an application, which must be paid for whether a patent is granted or not, a person will want to ensure that their material is patentable. Patentable material must be synthetic, meaning that anything natural cannot be patented. For example, minerals, materials, genes, facts, organisms, and biological processes cannot be patented, but if someone were to apply an inventive, non-obvious, step to them to synthesize something new, the result could be patentable. That includes genetically engineered strains of bacteria, as was decided in Diamond v. Chakrabarty. Patentability also depends on public policy and ethical standards. Additionally, patentable materials must be novel, useful, and a non-obvious inventive step. A patent is requested by filing a written application at the relevant patent office. The person or company filing the application is referred to as the applicant. The applicant may be the inventor or its assignee. The application contains a description of how to make and use the invention that must provide sufficient detail for a person skilled in the art, for example, the relevant area of technology, to make and use the invention. In some countries there are requirements for providing specific information such as the usefulness of the invention, the best mode of performing the invention known to the inventor, or the technical problem or problems solved by the invention. Drawings illustrating the invention may also be provided. The application also includes one or more claims that define what a patent covers or the scope of protection. After filing, an application is often referred to as patent pending. While this term does not confer legal protection, and a patent cannot be enforced until granted, it serves to provide warning to potential infringers that if the patent is issued, they may be liable for damages. Once filed, a patent application is prosecuted. A patent examiner reviews the patent application to determine if it meets the patentability requirements of that country. If the application does not comply, objections are communicated to the applicant or their patent agent or attorney through an office action, to which the applicant may respond. The number of office actions and responses that may occur vary from country to country, but eventually a final rejection is sent by the patent office, or the patent application is granted, which after the payment of additional fees, leads to an issued, enforceable patent. In some jurisdictions, there are opportunities for third parties to bring an opposition proceeding between grant and issuance, or post-issuance. Once granted the patent is subject in most countries to renewal fees to keep the patent in force. These fees are generally payable on a yearly basis. Some countries or regional patent offices, for example the European Patent Office, 
also require annual renewal fees to be paid for a patent application before it is granted. Costs The costs of preparing and filing a patent application, prosecuting it until grant and maintaining the patent vary from one jurisdiction to another, and may also be dependent upon the type and complexity of the invention, and on the type of patent. The European Patent Office estimated in 2005 that the average cost of obtaining a European patent, via a Euro-direct application, for example not based on a PCT application, and maintaining the patent for a 10-year term was around €32,000. Since the London Agreement entered into force on May 1, 2008, this estimation is however no longer up-to-date, since fewer translations are required. In the United States, in 2000 the cost of obtaining a patent, patent prosecution, was estimated to be from $10,000 to $30,000 per patent. When patent litigation is involved, which in year 1999 happened in about 1,600 cases compared to 153,000 patents issued in the same year, costs increase significantly, although 95% of patent litigation cases are settled out of court, those that reach the courts have legal costs on the order of a million dollars per case, not including associated business costs. Non-national treatment in the application procedure. Non-national treatments in national patent offices had been prevalent among the northern countries until they were prohibited after the negotiation of the Paris Convention for the Protection of Industrial Property. According to Articles 2 and 3 of this treaty, juristic and natural persons who are either national of or domiciled in a state party to the convention shall, as regards the protection of industrial property, enjoy in all the other countries of the Union, the advantages that their respective laws grant to nationals. In addition, the TRIPS Agreement explicitly prohibits any such discrimination. TRIPS Agreement Article 27.1 states that patents shall be available and patent rights enjoyable without discrimination as to the place of invention, the field of technology and whether products are imported or locally produced. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Alternatives. A defensive publication is the act of publishing a detailed description of a new invention without patenting it so as to establish prior art and public identification as the creator-originator of an invention, although a defensive publication can also be anonymous. A defensive publication prevents others from later being able to patent the invention. A trade secret is information that is intentionally kept confidential and that provides a competitive advantage to its possessor. Trade secrets are protected by non-disclosure agreement and labor law, each of which prevents information leaks such as breaches of confidentiality and industrial espionage. Compared to patents, the advantages of trade secrets are that the value of a trade secret continues until it is made public, whereas a patent is only enforced for a specified time, after which others may freely copy the invention, does not require payment of fees to governmental agencies or filing paperwork, has an immediate effect, and does not require any disclosure of information to the public. The key disadvantage of a trade secret is its vulnerability to reverse engineering. Benefits? Primary incentives embodied in the patent system include incentives to invent in the first place, to disclose the invention once made, to invest the sums necessary to experiment, produce and market the invention, and to design around and improve upon earlier patents. 
patents provide incentives for economically efficient research and development, R&D. A study conducted annually by the Institute for Prospective Technological Studies, IPTS, shows that the 2,000 largest global companies invested more than 430 billion euros in 2008 in their R&D departments. If the investments can be considered as inputs of R&D, real products and patents are the outputs. Based on these groups, a project named Corporate Invention Board had measured and analyzed the patent portfolios to produce an original picture of their technological profiles. Supporters of patents argue that without patent protection, R&D spending would be significantly less or eliminated altogether, limiting the possibility of technological advances or breakthroughs. Corporations would be much more conservative about the R&D investments they made, as third parties would be free to exploit any developments. The logical consequence of more efficient R&D is a more efficient national economy, an increase in patenting has proven to be linked with an increase of national income. A 2009 study on patent effects in various countries around the world finds, for instance, that a 10% increase in patenting in 1910 led on average to a 9-11% higher level of per capita GDP in 1960. The positive effects of patenting on national income were found to be particularly strong in the U.S., Switzerland and Sweden. However, patenting is obviously not the only factor influencing GDP growth, among others, schooling also plays a big role. The patent internalizes the externality by giving the property right over its invention. In accordance with the original definition of the term patent, patents are intended to facilitate and encourage disclosure of innovations into the public domain for the common good. Thus patenting can be viewed as contributing to open hardware after an embargo period, usually of 20 years. If inventors did not have the legal protection of patents, in many cases, they might prefer or tend to keep their inventions secret, for example, keep trade secrets. Awarding patents generally makes the details of new technology publicly available, for exploitation by anyone after the patent expires, or for further improvement by other inventors. Furthermore, when a patent's term has expired, the public record ensures that the patentee's invention is not lost to humanity. One effect of modern patent usage is that a small-time inventor, who can afford both the patenting process and the defense of the patent, can use the exclusive right status to become a licensor. This allows the inventor to accumulate capital from licensing the invention and may allow innovation to occur because he or she may choose not to manage a manufacturing buildup for the invention. Thus the inventor's time and energy can be spent on pure innovation, allowing others to concentrate on manufacturability. Another effect of modern patent usage is to both enable and incentivize competitors to design around, or to invent around, according to our S. Praveen Raj, the patented invention. This may promote healthy competition among manufacturers, resulting in gradual improvements of the technology base. Criticism Legal scholars, economists, activists, policymakers, industries, and trade organizations have held differing views on patents and engaged in contentious debates on the subject. Critical perspectives emerged in the 19th century that were especially based on the principles of free trade. Contemporary criticisms have echoed those arguments, claiming that patents block innovation and waste resources, for example, with patent-related overheads, that could otherwise be used productively to improve technology. These and other research findings that patents decreased innovation because of the following mechanisms. Low-quality, already known or obvious patents hamper innovation and commercialization. Blocking the use of fundamental knowledge with patents creates a tragedy of the anti-commons, 
where future innovations cannot take place outside of a single firm in an entire field. Patents weaken the public domain and innovation that comes from it. Patent thickets, or an overlapping set of patent rights, in particular slow innovation. Broad patents prevent companies from commercializing products and hurt innovation. In the worst case, such broad patents are held by non-practicing entities, patent trolls, which do not contribute to innovation. Enforcement by patent trolls of poor quality patents has led to criticism of the patent office as well as the system itself. For example, in 2011, United States business entities incurred $29 billion in direct costs because of patent trolls. Lawsuits brought by patent assertion companies made up 61% of all patent cases in 2012, according to the Santa Clara University School of Law. Patents apply a one-size-fits-all model to industries with differing needs, that is especially unproductive for the software industry. Rent-seeking by owners of pharmaceutical patents have also been a particular focus of criticism, as the high prices they enable puts life-saving drugs out of reach of many people. Goldreen and Levine conclude our preferred policy solution is to abolish patents entirely and to find other legislative instruments, less open to lobbying and rent-seeking, to foster innovation when there is clear evidence that laissez-faire undersupplies it. Abolishing patents may be politically challenging in some countries, however, as the primary economic theories supporting patent law hold that inventors and innovators need patents to recoup the costs associated with research, inventing, and commercializing, this reasoning is weakened if the new technologies decrease these costs. A 2016 paper argued for substantial weakening of patents because current technologies, for example 3D printing, cloud computing, synthetic biology, etc., have reduced the cost of innovation. Debates over the usefulness of patents for their primary objective are part of a larger discourse on intellectual property protection, which also reflects differing perspectives on copyright. Anti-patent initiatives. Patents on expensive medications are often used as examples that can highlight the inadequacy of patent-based mechanisms. One workaround solution that has been applied by South Africa in the past is passing explained domestic law that gives the state the right to import inexpensive generic versions without permission and wait for international regulations and incentive systems to get upgraded at a later point. In 2020, multiple initiatives, including by India and South Africa, called for a waiver of TRIPS vaccine patents for accelerated deployment of COVID-19 vaccines around the world. However, no mechanisms of alternative medical research and development incentive systems or technical details of proposed sharing after certain amounts of profit were reported and some argue that, instead of intellectual property rights, manufacturing know-how is the main barrier to expanding capacity. The Patent Busting Project is an Electronic Frontier Foundation, EFF, initiative challenging patents that the organization claims are illegitimate and suppress innovation or limit online expression. The initiative launched in 2004 involves two phases, documenting the damage caused by these patents, and submitting challenges to the United States Patent and Trademark Office, USDO. Patent critic Joseph Stiglitz has proposed prizes as an alternative to patents in order to further advance solutions to global problems such as AIDS. In 2012, Stack Exchange launched Ask Patents, a forum for crowdsourcing prior art to invalidate patents. Several authors have argued for developing defensive prior art to prevent patenting based on obviousness using lists or algorithms. For example, a professor of law at the University of North Carolina School of Law has demonstrated a method to protect DNA research, which could apply to other technology. 
Chin wrote an algorithm to generate 11 million obvious nucleotide sequences to count as prior art and his algorithmic approach has already proven effective at anticipating prior art against oligonucleotide composition claims filed since his publication of the list and has been cited by the U.S. Patent Office a number of times. More recently, Joshua Pierce developed an open-source algorithm for identifying prior art for 3D printing materials to make such materials obvious by patent standards. As the 3D printing community is already grappling with legal issues, this development was hotly debated in the technical press. Chin made the same algorithm-based obvious argument in DNA probes. Google and other technology companies founded the LOT Network in 2014 to combat patent assertion entities by cross-licensing patents, thereby preventing legal action by such entities.